fine. Like, just just shows the numbers have thinned and the uh, you know the reprobates aren't here. <laughs> Instead of yeah, like race baiting. Yeah, exactly. That I, I, I was preparing for that, but all right, the uh, so horrible just, uh, people. Should we just crack in? Or crack in, crack in. on? Let's crack in. Who's, all of us? Who's hosting this one? You are. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. It's all, it's all written down, don't worry. If you literally read the first word, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can go on peace with it, though. I don't give a shit. But, you know, I mean, the fact we're here. Uh, welcome to another edition of the Creme de la Prem podcast. I am the commissioner, and apparently I am hosting this episode <laughs> brought to you by the SDM's very own Josh. Hello. No, I don't really have too much in common with the, the, the riffraff of the SDM um, on that uh, frequent basis. So we'll see uh, whether this is a, uh, <laughs> opinions. And... <sighs> okay, uh, we've um... <laughs> a lot of our SDM colleagues have cancelled on us last minute. Um, so in protest, we're all drinking wine um, mm. instead of injecting drugs into our eyeballs, which would have been the uh, more appropriate um, for those characters. But joining me this week, and I read this off the page for the very first time, uh, we have first and perverse. That doesn't rhyme. Uh, Is it, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just go with it. I'll go with it. First and perverse is Rob. Evening all. Third and absurd, it's Josh. Hello. <laughs> Eighth, but keeping the faint. Uh, barely, barely, uh, but yeah, maybe. Um, out of this dimension and with no apprehension, is Pedro. Hey, talk me through the wine you're drinking there, Della. <laughs> uh, it's a uh, it's a Prio Grigio um, okay. half bottle of wine that I found empty, in, uh, empty open in the fridge. <laughs> I, just I think it might be empty now. Have escorted outside with me um, to the garden room. I'm having a rather nice glass of Montepulciano oh, very nice. de Abruzzo. I mean, it sounds fancy. Mm. It's got a nice uh, picture on it. Garth, what are you, uh, what are you going off with? I- I'm almost embarrassed to say. I would just caveat this by saying your sister bought this. Uh, <laughs> it's called Shore, Shore Drift. Sauvignon God. Is it Shore and Wine? I, I-, I think it's a-, it's a cheap month this month. Uh, by, by the, by the choice, by the are they all? Are they all? Um, Rob, what uh, wine are you drinking? Uh, I, I finished mine, sadly. It's downstairs, but I was drinking a very nice 2015 Rioja. Uh, yeah, and Josh, obviously, uh, not I'm drinking it, a free punk IPA I got from an Airbnb <laughs> that's been in my fridge for about two months. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. And there we go, Josh, back with the SDU. Very nice. Uh, and can we just talk yeah. about your cardigan as well? Yeah, yeah. Because sure. that's the most sophisticated thing I've seen today. I thought it was a dressing gown. Hmm. It's, no, no, it's, it's kind of Fraser-esque, a little bit Alan Partridge. <laughs> Lovely. Are they PJ Bottoms as well? Uh, no, they are extremely tight. Um, red. Oh! Oh! Uh, oh! Jogging bottoms. Put it away! The listeners are missing out. Put it away! Those are the ones that I let you wear once, and you went, what are they? And then after about half an hour of wearing them, you went, these are really nice. They were lovely. <laughs> but Wait, given, you haven't given tried it. got about three inches on me in height, they, <laughs> were, they were pretty tight on T. If, you haven't, uh, if you're an exponent of the jogging bottom and you haven't ever tried a tight jogging bottom, I, uh, I implore you to do it. Anyway. Um, well, we'll just hold on. That, 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 that like, reveal there is clearly the reason we're not on YouTube. Like right. <laughs> explicit content flag. Yeah. Well, we I think it's also all of the um the racism and stuff. Well, <laughs> I, I think that's probably a case still. Yeah, that's that's the stuff on the internet. Yeah. All uh, right. Well, um, nicely grounded back towards SDM there. Um, but before we get started, um, of those in attendance, uh, who was that? Well, that was going to be more people probably when you wrote this. It uh, was. Yeah. Um. I had a great time at the social on Saturday. Uh, and Pedro, you were um, dearly missed. Uh, was Rob, there any um, gossip or anything? 
What was going on with Bungle? Oh, yeah, Bungle tried to hit on a um, lady. lady from Dallas. Oh, yeah, that right that gorgeous his, girl whose picture got posted. Um, who was sat right next to her, uh, her partner, who can <laughs> only be described as a square. <laughs> he looks very square in the picture, doesn't he? He's in the picture. <laughs> Absolutely humongous. <laughs> You know, How did he take it? When you look at the front arm, their, their, their neck, you know, it comes down and then their shoulders go up. Yeah. Out. A sort of Mr. Men type guy. I mean, he was so relaxed about the whole situation. I mean, I mean it was Bungle. not Bungle at all. Near instantly. Any of us. I like the venue. I thought the venue was decent. It was bizarre, but really good. Where was it? It in the middle of fucking by, nowhere. Um, St. Catherine's <laughs> Docks. Um, around that way. Uh, nice little walk over. More town. I want to say Tower Bridge. Um, what are the hairdressers like around there? I believe uh, <laughs> someone decided yeah. to... That was great. That's probably a great little story. Me and Niall and uh, Will Cully were all walking up together. and We were the, we were the first ones to arrive at midday. And there was a hairdressers right outside the venue. And got and I went. Oh, uh, I'll see you in there. I'm just gonna get a haircut. <laughs> wow, front you. Love it. He looked very good as well. So highly recommend it. And he came back in. Yeah, nice and nice and sure. Yeah, that was good. Had a, it was a good little venue. That a lot of darts played, a lot of pool played. Good retro football shirts worn. Yeah. Yeah, enjoyed that. Foy with a classic Everton one. Yes, that was a lovely circa. I think the eighty four or yeah. Nile with a. I think Nile top was nineteen eighty eight Island top as well Euro Championships. So that was it was very good. I've actually got a question before we get into it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this should be like a regular Pedras for advice segment. Yeah, I've got like I've had like a crick in my neck for three days now, and I just can't get rid of it. I don't know what to do. Uh, Chop trying to stop trying to suck your own dick, maybe. No. Or no, <laughs> <never>. start. <laughs> start. Never. One of the two. I would say go and seek some professional help. Do you think? Do you think yeah. three days is professional help level? Yeah, I think so. Okay. He didn't say about your neck. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, is this the dick sucking? (laughs) (laughs) Say I was Ron Jeremy, but I think he's been cancelled. Rob, you know how on the ATM podcast the producer has to chime in with a sound every time before they say something. You should definitely get (laughs) start that immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. Moving not so swiftly on. Um, hot takes, um, and it says here that I can smell that they are just out of the oven. Um, yeah, Rob, well, uh, let's start with you. What have you baked? So, uh, I'll just reflect on my previous hot take, uh, which is quote, <laughs> Bournemouth are good, and since then they've uh, played four, drawn one, lost three. So, um, I'm in, in me, I am not talking about Leeds United at this point because I'm clearly a hot. Oh, mate. and there he is. He's on Leeds United. Who, who <laughs> has? Hang on a minute. Who had twelve uh, minutes and three seconds? Uh, yeah. Better than that, surely. No one was waiting that long for that. Um, yeah. So, uh, having watched my beloved uh, turn of Liverpool at the weekend, um, I starting to wonder if Liverpool might. This might be a, a real down year. Um, you, you sort of think like, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll pull it together, right? They always do, Salah and all the rest of them. But it's starting to feel like injuries piling up, loss of form. Van Dijk looked really shaky at the weekend. I am wondering if this is the, the kind of seventh or eighth place finish year, rebuild, blood some younger players and come back because this is, yeah. I've actually, I've actually got the opposite. So I'm just going to, I'm going to change it up. We didn't know this. Uh, I think that the World Cup, classic Liverpool, yeah, any other season they'd be fucked. But with the World Cup coming, they're going to regroup and they're going to do what fucking Liverpool always do. And they're going to like win pretty much Finish all back. the remaining games and make it to the Champions League because that's just such cunts. I <laughs> can see Liverpool <laughs> wasting loads of money on central midfielders after the World Cup. 
from a central midfielder that did really well at the World Cup, and then they're going to spend loads of money on that person. I think James Ward-Prowse fixes that midfield. I think he's the perfect player there. They've been looking at Caicedo at Brighton. Um, yeah, well, I mean, he's, he's, his days are numbered, aren't they? Yeah, uh, yeah. Perhaps he's the next one out the door, but great player. So what do we think, though? Liverpool? Well, if t- they do t- finish, t- up, my, my, second, my second point, which is actually my first question, Ooh. is uh, if the Liverpool do finish 7th slash 8th, does Klopp survive? Yes. That's well, two major trophies in seven years or something, right? Two, yeah. two different answers to that. Does he get sacked is one question. Does he walk is another. He, might, he would walk before getting sacked, I think. Yeah, I, I struggle to see Liverpool parting ways after <clears throat> greatest period in their history for, what, 30 years probably. It'd be quite ridiculous, I think. But he might he might think he's done all he can there. But would you, walk away from, would you walk away from what he paid? Eight, ten million a year probably for on a probably five year deal? On his own. Is it the greatest period in their history for 30 years? In, <laughs> in like silverware terms? Has he actually been that good? They've, you know, well, they've they've won a Champions League and a Premier League. <laughs> yeah, and the, the Champions League in what 2005? and the FA Cup and the League Cup last year. Yeah, no Mickey Mouse trophies. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel it. like it's the best since the 80s, isn't it? Yeah. Must be. Probably, yeah. Um, right, Garth almost well, almost I mean, certainly wants to talk about Brighton, and why no, the fuck wouldn't he? I, no. I'm not. I'm not going to because I, I didn't want to be a one-trick pony. And actually, random. Oh, really? This is quite interesting because it's sticking to a theme a little bit. That's why the, God, the that's, game that's been discussed. So before far. before you do go to it, God, that's mm. why you're so out of place in the BDR because the rest of them are one-trick ponies. Yeah, yeah, quite. Yeah. You, have you already relegated him? He's in the STM, but yeah, he will be in the BDR next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, God, sorry, your your point. Um, so yeah, my hot take is. Uh, I'm bearing in mind I didn't watch any football until Sunday evening because I was busy racing in the Lake District this weekend. Um, which is humble which brag. Is, carry on. Which, but, that, but that's perhaps why I actually did well for once because normally I'm glued to my phone, getting really stressed out about it. My tactic now is not look at your phone, do something completely different uh, and just wait, wait for the, the wind to roll in. But my hot take anyway, the young man Somerville, not Scotland-born 80s pop sensation, but Crescentio Somerville. Uh, I don't know if uh, I'm saying that properly. Yeah. My hot take is for him to be a bigger player for Leeds over this season and next than the former incumbent of the number 10 shirt, Rafinha. I mean, his finish to beat Liverpool on Sunday, on Saturday, sorry, was pretty stunning. Striking across the ball to beat Alisson, despite him just getting a hand on it. I think. Sorry, more... sorry Rob, can you just quieten down a minute? Sorry, you hear the sound of me. Rob, you can fill in the gaps that I've got. Oh, he really will. He was, uh, Forrest wanted him and made several offers, but I mean, what does that mean? They went for everyone. I think I got an email even, actually. Uh, <laughs> I want to keep an eye on for those who want to strengthen their mi- mi- midfield, uh, after, well, prior to or after the, the World Cup, perhaps. That's my hot take. What do you think, Well, Over to you, really, because, you know. Uh, uh, saying b- bigger impact than Rafinha, that is a hot take. I will give you that. Um, yeah, he's, he's good. He's probably but he's going to start the next few you think after that performance um the problem he's got is uh our best player of the season um he's at Leeds he's probably and he played the same position as Finisterra so I'm not sure he'll beat him out unless he um unless he replaces Harrison but he's yeah really good we thought a lot of him for ages um where is he from uh he's Dutch very SDM question I like it (laughs) <laughs> he is Dutch. We signed him a couple of seasons ago for bugger all, put in the 23s. And Crescencio uh, Gilbert Silverio Ciro Somerville. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if he's one of those like Dutch players who's from um, what's the one at top of Brazil? Um, uh, Suriname. Uh, Suriname. Yeah. yeah, sounds like that sort of name. Yeah, same as where Hasselbank came from, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's 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 one of the kind of under signed for the youth team as a yeah I don't know <laughs> and he's um. Yeah, made the first team squad consistently all season, and uh, 
Yeah, I'm not quite sure he'll beat Rafinha, but he, he should contribute. I'm, is he worth picking up in fantasy? That's the question. Mm. I'm just looking at it now. Has How many minutes has Born he actually played? in the Netherlands. Somerville is of Surinamese, Surinamese descent. He's a beauty, Andy. Isn't it? Bit, bit of a hothead, I hear, Rob. Uh, I've not heard that, but is that, is that right? Well, yeah, that in, in younger parts of his career. I did a little bit of research today. Um, apparently, he went to Bielsa before uh, Bielsa was sacked and not demanded that he played, but asked why he wasn't playing. Uh, at, at that point, Bielsa said, I don't talk to players. Uh, and, and apparently told the club that they could get rid of him if they wanted to. <laughs> Threw a grenade at him or something like that. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, but presumably he pointed to Rafinha and said, well... Yeah, 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 well, yeah, quite, yeah, quite. Yeah. Ah, it's a hot take. That is. Yeah. Is he owned every, anywhere in fantasy? Surely can't. I doubt him. it. I, I imagine he'll be on the waiver claims this week, I think. I, I looked at him, but actually I, I think I've done an all right job at mopping up all the OK midfielders uh, <laughs> to, to bolster my team. So, uh, yeah, not for me at the moment. <laughs> Bit too good. Do you want to know a hot take from Phil? No. No. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know why I asked that because I knew what your answer would be. You know, I'd like to hear a hot take from Phil. Uh, hot take I would love to have shared in person. Stevie G will be in charge for his first game as Southampton manager on Boxing Day. <laughs> now, 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 Phil's got. <laughs> right, so, I have been lingering on the edge of Southampton fandom for couple of years by now and if that shit happens that is the straw like, um, that will be the straw i could not get behind that he uh, he's given a bit of background to this he says, i mean it so could hot, happen it, he said so hot off the press stevie is currently in portugal my father-in-law spoke to him in a lift in his hotel the owner and chairman <laughs> oh, of saints are in the same resort for a golf pro I am. Um, I don't know if that's a golf thing. Uh, my father-in-law pro is playing. Am. And brilliant. Uh, that's and, uh, a pro am. Pro am. Brilliant. Pro laps. Uh, my <laughs> father-in-law is playing and speaks to him quite often. We have put two and two together and made five. The, uh, the, it, this that, that 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 sounds like one of those transfer deadline day rumours of like I've just seen this uh, name of person at Blackpool Airport. Yeah. I love those. Also, classic Phil. <laughs> yeah. My dad's brother's mate. Yeah. My uncle spoke to a guy on a lift. Yeah. My father-in-law knows. Yeah. Classic Phil. My father-in-law is so connected and such a networker. There you go. So what do we think? Push out the average. If you're Aston Villa, right? So that's saying they're going to get rid of Hassan in the next what three games because we Boxing Day it's for the World Cup, right? They're going to sack Hassan in the last last next two games. How do you look at? your situation, look at Gerard's managerial record in the last year and a half and go, he's the man. He's the guy, yeah. How do you come to that conclusion? Um, th- you're making a classic uh, mistake here, Rob, and that's that you think that the people who run Southampton Football Club give a fuck about whether they win or lose games or not. <laughs> well, are they desperate for parachute payments? Because, I mean, that is a one-way ticket, isn't it? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway. Um, well, <clears throat> I will just, I don't even have really a hot take other than the fact that I really want to talk about Brighton smashing Chelsea for oh, yeah. oh, man. Uh, they had a helping hand. Come on. I, we just Josh love scoring own goals. Josh, it was 4-1. No, they Doing had a helping hand. Yeah. They yeah. scored more non-own goals than, <laughs> um, than you scored. I no, level. I no, it was level. Level. <laughs> Uh, no. In fact, we actually scored more goals scored, than they did, to be no, fair. No, Leandro Trossard and Pascal Gross scored normal goals. That would have been a 2-1 victory. Yes, but what I'm saying is we still scored more goals because Chalibur scored. Who else scored? Loftus-Cheek. Loftus-Cheek, bang one in. Uh, and Havertz. Yeah, no, we were shit. I have watched match of the day and it was... I mean, it was always going to be the case, wasn't it? Yes. Potter coming back, but... I, is it... My Deep take undercover. on the booing was I wasn't happy. I wouldn't have booed if I was at the game. Um, I I think it's disappointing when you get a manager that's been that amazing for our club and and people boo him. And same oh, with Cucurella wow. to a point. I know he wasn't with us for long. But I, that's I what happens when you. That's what happens when you get a stadium full a stadium full of Pete Thompson. So 
Is it, was it full of it? Was it? Oh, there you go. Then. We'll blame Pete. Like being John Malkovich in a cover. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I'm completely with on that. So Leeds drew at Brighton last season, like nil nil, and Brighton battered us all game. And the Brighton fans <laughs> booed it. And Pop yeah. was like, "Fuck off!" Like what? You, like you've not seen the last two two seasons. Yeah. The, the, I, the frustrating I'm... thing with that though, Rob, it, I was at the game and it was about ten people. It was, and then the media just like make it into this massive thing. You, I couldn't even hear it from where I was. It was you know, a, a tiny, tiny minority, oh, right. and it and it would have been a minority of Brighton fans oh. who actually Brighton's their second team. They're Arsenal, United, Chelsea, Liverpool, City fans, but they'll go and watch their local team. Um, it, it's that sort of bullshit that we're contending with and it's, it is frustrating and they're probably a lot of those boo boys at the weekend I think we should have clapped them onto the pitch to be fair but it didn't happen yeah and also he gives uh, he gives not a fuck <laughs> yeah he's, like... he's getting paid four times the amount <clears throat> yeah and he gets to and play in Europe and him, gets, a free, and gets a free stab at the England job in two years time yeah so. yeah m- money is a huge factor but to get the offer to manage a top four team, let's say, and playing, you know, managing the Champions League, who would say no to that? It, it, would, it would have been mad if it stayed. Been absolutely mad. You, as an English manager like that, you get one chance generally to manage a top yep. four club like that. You got yep. taken. Especially Chelsea. I mean, it was so different to anything they've ever gone for before. You think, fuck it, why not go for it? You know. Mm. And it'll get sacked and they'll get a load of money. So who cares? Right, that's enough of that. Um, let's <laughs> get on to the real reason we're all here and we have two game weeks to cover. So focus on the big stuff. Garth, you love the LDE. So can you start with that? Yes, yeah, so week 13, I think we're start- starting with. So my main man, Jamie Fielding, uh, narrowly beaten by Mr. Hugh Moir, uh, 48 to 45. So that was a tight game, boys. Uh, unlucky Jamie. Uh, Clash of the Titans at the top, Jimmy B. Crouch. Crouch coming up on top by a mere three points, uh, meaning Crouch topped the table with 26 points for that week. Uh, the other games weren't very close. Uh, Bobby and Wilson both losing and remaining bottom of the LWE. Week 14, Q on a good run, beating Wilson by three points to gain ground on fifth place. Uh, Jamie won this week and took second place off Jimmy. So a bit of swapping over there. Uh, Jamie is my league winner tip, by the way. Uh, Bobby won a game, beating Racket 52 to 36. Bobby won a game. Uh, and then Crouch <laughs> narrowly beating Paul to stay top. So that's the LD, LDE summary yeah, from great, me. great summary there. Um, that was, uh, yeah, honestly, if outdone yourself i i've barely looked at our own league and you've absolutely nailed that one <laughs> so uh Hughes, bit of wooden spoon um, action there with wilson Hughes, Hughes faded into the background in like recent in recent weeks but a couple of good wins um bad couple of weeks for jimmy yeah losing two uh losing two there losing to bitter rival jamie <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's yeah, I don't know if Jimmy knows. Forced that. rivalry by Jamie, who <laughs> Jimmy doesn't give a care, doesn't give a fuck about Jamie. And, uh, Jamie really trying to make, uh, make something nothing good on him. He's above him now. He is above him. Just need to point out Wilson's 57 points and lost in the second week. That is. That is at the social as well. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine Pedro. Can you imagine? Yes. <laughs> uh, all fairly tight there at the top of that league um, lockdowns I locked Wilson to beat Racket um, I got it wrong yep um, and Tudor locked Hugh to beat Jamie great lock and that Perfect. really good lock and came through it uh, thanks, Garth. Um, do thanks. you miss playing in the LDE? Um, I, I do. I, I do actually, <laughs> because I think that was probably my level. Uh, so, we'll get yeah. on to that. We'll get on to that. I'm going to okay. cover that Whoop. and ask because I, I, don't, I don't think that's necessarily fair on yourself. Oh, build <laughs> suspense. Build suspense. Oh. Um, Pedro, it says here. Is that right? <laughs> Oh yeah, God. well, everyone else fucking dropped out, so I had to just start. It was going to be me twice at one stage. Uh, Pedro, you started life out in the BDR. Why don't you take us through the BDR? Okay, let me just 
Let me just check the soundboard to see if I can find like a barrel being scraped. <laughs> you are the barrel. Keep talking. Mate. <laughs> I know I'm the barrel. There you go. It's scraping right now. I can hear it. Yeah. So, are there any interesting results here? From the... <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm serious because I'm looking at the league table over these two weeks and Fuller's top. Kennedy's second, that's not changed. Lee's third, Barney's fourth, Niles fifth. Ali and Bungle have swapped places, and then Mike is dead last. Like uh, Ali against did, Lee, week 14. I mean, what about that? What, who did Ali have to get 18 <laughs> points? Uh, oh, that's pretty funny, yeah. Uh, and Lee, yeah, that's Kennedy double, is that? Uh, Ali Lee, that's no, almost a Kennedy that's triple. Nearly a Kennedy triple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, what is there to say about the BDR that hasn't already been said? Cool. I probably should have got someone else to do this, but carry on. <laughs> no, uh, no, we've, it's we've, quite we've, right. lost, we've lost Garth. Lee Go on, Lee. How is Lee... How, how Lee, Lee had the worst draft ever known to man. Yeah. And he's, it's pretty impressive, isn't it? And he's won eight games and only lost five. Low's player points, though. Well, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he's chasing James Kennedy, so we can all get behind Lee. <laughs> oh, he's got to be fan favourite this season. There's only one thing it? worse than Tudor being in the CDP, and that would be if James was in the CDP. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's Mike's still terrible, isn't he? Yeah, Mike is still yeah. terrible. Yeah. Is, is he even logging terrible. in? Who knows? Is he, he wants to he... be down. I think he he said didn't he? He wants to be um as low as possible. He wants to try all the leagues. Try out all yeah. the leagues. I think is what he said. And he's going to make his way back up again. And just the Bobby settling the one that he likes the most. Fuller. Bobby. Um, Fuller is really uh looks the guy to beat. I know he lost to Barney, but. He's doing well, the lad. In player point terms, he's he's pretty far ahead of everyone else. Didn't we say that he doesn't have Haaland either? No. Uh, Niall has Haaland in that. Oh! Yeah. There's six, 633 player points, no Haaland is impressive. How many points has Haaland got now? It must be about 50% Ooh, of Niall's the same points. as he had last week. <laughs> oh, hot take! Is that a hot take? No, it's, it's factual. Yeah, that's Holland's lowest points of the season. <laughs> what, about when the, what about when the Queen died? <laughs> uh, oh, points of the season. In the uh, Bungle, Barney lost. Bungle left Trossard on third place in his bench. And all I I kind of get that against Chelsea though. Depends what the rest of your players are like, isn't it? Crossard's my like, best, my only good player, so I, I, he was definitely playing for me. Well, he started Jaden Sancho. Who in... says Bungle? Oh, did he? Oh, oh Bungle. No wonder he was trying to get his end away. He's like, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> He's probably line. there just chatting to a guy and, oh, fucking, I'm playing Sancho. He's like, what am I? <laughs> who, continues, who, who continues to be a complete flop? Yeah. Oh, God. I might yep. drop him this week. Ten Hag has turned Rashford into a good player, but clearly can't do anything with Sancho. Sancho is just still terrible. Really bad. It's interesting, really isn't bad. it? Yeah. How many points did you say Haaland had? 170. 117. Yeah. 117. Okay, so it's only like, you know, 20 odd percent of uh, Niall's total points. <laughs> 17 goals this season. Yeah, fuller without Jesus. without Haaland and still 630 player points. That is good going. That's impressive, isn't it? There was one uh, lockdown in uh, week 13. And um, that was Barney locking Ali over Mike. Oh, nice, yeah. Well, which obviously was correct. <clears throat> obviously. Ali didn't get a could be worse, could be will. He had a midfield clean sheet point. That saved him. Oh, who was that? Um, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Football player. One of them. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, Back to you, Andy. Uh, Pedro, that was <laughs> my pleasure. Yeah, That's no, amazing. You did really well. next week. You should feel proud. Next time Thank in you. Italian. Thanks. Um, as the SDM, as it is the SDM special, I should say, we should probably finish with that particular league. Uh, so, well, without further ado, we'll jump to the CDP. Oh, we're going to have to get used to saying this, aren't I? Probably. Yeah. Oh, could you look at the CDP for us, please? With, with pleasure, Andy. I'm now realising why uh, why Pedro is sort of like so so down over the uh, BDR because um, a tough tough couple of weeks for uh, for our, our producer. Um, <clears throat> so uh, mm. the week before last, um, Andy played Sam. Sam came out on top, 49-43. Tudor won again. <laughs> <clears throat> Batch Pedro with a Kennedy double, 49-22. Uh, Cully squeaked past Tom, 40-32. to 32. Uh, And then Greg dispatched Foy, 43-32. So pretty low scoring week was that week across most of the divisions. Um, no one top 50 in the, uh, in the CDP that week. Um, in the most recent week, um, Tudor played Andy. Top of the table clash. Uh, promotion or championship winning six-pointer Tudor out on top 61-41 big game stepped up delivered that puts Tudor six points clear at the top and we kind of berate them on player points quite a lot this season well I have anyway um, <laughs> second highest in the division now 5-9-2 so uh, yeah it who's, seems who's legit who's got the first highest uh, third place Sam 5-9-8 um, talking to Sam, he won 48-30 over Tom. Um, pretty comfortable win for him there. Uh, Tom's still struggling down the bottom after a reasonable, one of, uh, a reasonable run of form um, in the last few weeks and then has uh, dropped two in a row. Um, high Those, player points. The... Those player points. Those player points. My lord. I bet that's that. <laughs> so no. Distressing. Yeah, he, 395 player points, uh, which is 121 lower than, this, than the next lowest in the table. <laughs> that is... Tough going. <laughs> yeah. Um, highest scoring of the week. Foy dispatched Pedro 66 62. Uh, unlucky. Oh. Oof. That's, that's a real pretty man. unlucky. Ooh, actually, is that shit. the unluckiest this season? Have you not read um, the newspaper? No. You were, you were the unluckiest. But well I'm just kind of thinking. I didn't even look uh, here. Uh, oh, no. It's not one of the highest losing scores. Right. No. Uh, and then uh, final game of the week um, proper scrappy affair this 31-29 Cully beat Greg there's nothing like scoring 31 and winning that's really fast <laughs> um, yeah that is a, a real Pedro you um, wanted match. to know whether that was the unluckiest score of the season yes In uh, do you define that using XFP and I can tell you that it that is indeed the unluckiest score of the season thus far. Yeah. I'm feeling like Phil. Using the XLF. You don't want to feel Phil. <laughs> I'm feeling like <laughs> Phil. Oh, no, sorry. It's not the second lowest. The, 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 the ah. unluckiest was Hugh in week two. But ah. close. See, now you're actually like Phil. He's claiming that's the unluckiest one of the season. And oh, yeah, exactly. That right. proved that it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, yes, that that's very... perfect, Phil. Is it VAR's fault? Perfect. Something about form. Bulgaria. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm massively overachieving this year. I think I'm just scoring 43 points every week. It's... Puts you in contention, though, doesn't it? Was it? it? Well, didn't we figure out that there was a, a number which is like the average and it's something it's 43. around 43. <laughs> 43. Well, statistically, in, season, in seasons previous, it has been 43, but actually. Only Tudor and Sam in the top league are scoring more than 43. So I reckon if we did it this season, it might well be lower. Than that. <clears throat> Sally uh, facilitated some transfers for Sam on Friday as well, Andy. We were both travelling back from Spain and they'd run out of data. Uh, so he had to hotspot off Sally's phone to get his, uh, get his transactions done. He was a bit sweaty when he came off the plane. I said, what's better, Sam? So I need to do my transfers. <laughs> <laughs> Productive holiday, though. Good lad. Two wins for Sam. Emergency transfers on the flight. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you uh, on the fly analysis that the average 
this season is 41.1 so far. Good stat. I think if you're like a big, you know, you're nailed on for your national team, you're definitely holding stuff back before the World Cup. You're not out there trying to get injured. Trying to get injured? Do you know what I mean? I do think there's players out there who try to get injured. Yeah. Just don't want to go. If you're a periphery squad player, Kick me. You're, you're giving I it everything football. right now. Um, that, that, by the your way, compares, for uh, last season, uh, by the way, just to work that out, last season the average was 44.7 across all four leagues, and this season it's down at 41.1 so far. So there is a noticeable downturn in uh, player points so far. I'd put that down to lack of clean sheets. They are mm. hen's teeth this season. I say standards are slipping, personally. <laughs> well, Josh, that is an excellent segue uh, into the SDN review. Um, so, could yep. you please uh, elaborate on how the standards are slipping without mentioning Garth's name too many times uh, in your hey. round of uh, the SDN? My standards are getting better, mate. I'd say you'd have to have standards for them to slip. So, uh, I think we're all right. <laughs> Uh, that was about the league, not you, Garth. Sorry. Uh, anyway, the, <laughs> um, let's start with you, Rob. Let's start with the, the man at the top of the table. You've won your last two games. You beat me, 49-34. And you absolutely annihilated Nick, 73-17. Um, I, I didn't even know you got such a high score, um, but you just absolutely annihilated him. Wow, so. Is that Kennedy Qu- Qu- Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could have just played the first two players on my sheet, keeper and defender, and still won. <laughs> <laughs> Against um, Nick as well. Yeah, uh, well I've been banging on about has got the strongest team in the league. and yeah. Well, well had a bit of a downturn. So Nick obviously uh, lost, only got 17 points against you. And the week before, he lost to Stu, embarrassing enough, obviously. But he, um, he only got 19 points against Stu. And Stu got 31 points. So, again... Not so really sure what's up with so it. 19 and 17 in subsequent weeks. Yeah. Is that a record? That feels like that. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Why not? You know everything. You know all this stuff. Yeah, it's a record. There you, you go. Ask me yeah. what was fucking ridiculous thing you asked me the other day. On the fly. Is that the highest multiple of somebody else's score <laughs> in six years? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. How, how do you not track this stuff? I've got a professional outfit. You've got a whole spreadsheet for it. Absolute uh, bellend. Um, <laughs> um, Phil, Phil beat Garth uh, week 13. Garth, you put up 45, so he must be pretty good. Yeah. But, but Phil oh, with 49. Uh, but don't worry. Don't worry. I beat Phil for you uh, at the social, so that was fun. 46 28. Um, just to stay with you, though, Garth, obviously you then beat Will. And I think you're quite unlucky. You're saying about your standard, but you've got 535. I know. I know. It means a lot coming for me. I appreciate that. But you've got 535 player points. Um, that's pretty bloody unlucky when you look at the league. I mean, yeah, you obviously got higher than uh, Stu, Pete, Will and Phil. And you're only just behind me and Nick. So I do think you're quite unlucky there. Um, and, and we're looking what? at your scores. Yeah, your scores yeah. have been pretty high. We're just looking at so it. In the last panel. five weeks, you're averaging 47 points a game, which is, you know, as we've just described, well above the average for this season. And you've lost and a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have. But the only the only game I lost because I'm an idiot and, and had nine points on the bench was the first game of the season when I was convinced I was going to win that game against you because I had nine on the bench. Uh, but yeah, the whole defender thing fucked me over. Other than that, I haven't lost any game because I've left points on my bench. So that's. Um, I don't so know what, what you're mean. saying is, what you're saying is, you're, <laughs> you've had um, voter confidence from the board. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah. So. I think it so. worked for Nottingham Forest clearly. Um, <laughs> and Jesse Marsh. Yeah. <laughs> and Jesse Marsh. Yeah. See, before we move off of uh, Garth very quickly, seeing as he is our um, exalted guest, let's have a look at the luck. Oh, look at that. I that luck factor down there. I'll zoom in a little bit so you can see. Yeah, I think the... Just because you're watching this and it's a 70-inch plasma, Andy, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, when I do that, my, my very old laptop goes very slowly. 
It's not feasible. Uh, unlucky week one, two, three, four, five, ten, eleven, and twelve, thirteen. You've been Ooh. on the, the wrong side of the lucko meter. Sounds very familiar. I thought I was going to be, uh, yeah, I thought I was going to be top of the table as well. Oh, in a few, fact. A few, a few weeks back, I was looking at the side and going, oh, I've got a chance here. And no, it didn't go very well. At in all. fact, Garth, I, you, you might not know what this, this stat here is, XFP. That's how, that's how well you've done compared to everyone else. And it, mm. so, so actually, all these three numbers means that in 12, 12 of the 13 game weeks that we've played, minus the Queen Death one, uh, in 12 of 13 game weeks, you've actually scored, you've actually been in the top half of all managers for your score. And in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, in nine of those 12, you've been unlucky and lost. That is hard work. That is Keep, keep the faith. Don't feel sorry for me because my my massive mistake was picking up Salah instead of Haaland. Here's my first pick with Salah. Um, it's not a mistake. Yeah. It's not a mistake. Year, no, I don't know, man. Well, the right. In retrospect, yes, but in every single league, he went first, and I don't care who you are, unless you're right. Phil, who was trying to tell me that even if he had first pick at the weekend, he would have taken Cancelo. Cancelo. <laughs> absolute horseshit. But yeah. every single person would have taken Salo with the first pick. So, you know. I, I yeah. think if you'd picked him first, if you pick him first and overlooked him, then you could go, well, you know, should I take him Son or Haaland? Yeah, maybe. But first overall, yeah, it's exactly. all yeah. the way. Yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself, Garth. Um, somebody should be hard on himself because he's a dick and he isn't here. He's Will. Uh, and uh, Will lost uh, both of his games. So, uh, Justice, I think we'll all agree. Uh, someone who isn't a dick, who's doing very well, is Pete. Uh, he's picked up 55 points in game week 13 and 56 in game week 14. So he is on the on the rise, is Pete, I think. Um, bring up Pete. I've just we realized did, did. there's a slight error. On uh, we'll never yeah. notice. So a couple of big big wins there. But I think Pete's doing, doing all right. Um, I think he's on the rise. Watch out, Will. So, yeah, two big, two big wins. Um, and Stu's doing all right. Seventh, so. Yeah, that's all. Uh, a couple of lockdowns that did not go well. Pedro, uh, I don't think you locked down many, many times, so, you know, understandable. You locked. I'm still learning. Uh, it's fair, mate. It's fair. You locked uh, Garth over Phil, and that was a fail. Uh, ah. Pretty unlucky with that one, I'll give you that. Um, Thank uh, you. That's fine. And Bungle, I'm sorry, mate. You locked me over, Rob. And that was also a fail. Thanks very much, Josh. That's right. Um, right, it says here that with the penultimate round of the group stage of the cup done, uh, we will now take a very quick look to see who's through to the next round, who has already been consigned to the bucket, and where any important battles are in the final round of fixtures. So... We'll just bring up the, the cup here. We won't go through all the results. <clears throat> we'll just look at the table. So Crouch in Group A is through. Tom has obviously lost all games and he's out to, uh, to the bucket with 126 points, no. which lets me just oh. check. Yes, he's considerably the lowest. Top five uh, games. Oh. Actually, if I just do this, I can actually I'll do this very quickly. Uh, if I do that... Go back here, it might tell me the fixtures. It will. Uh, oh, in, this is beautiful. Uh, you really can't like, see this, but just showing off. Oh, in group A, it's a shootout between Mike and Stu for the final game, and they are playing each other. Although Mike needs to overturn a 36 point deficit, so that's not happening. So, uh, Crouch and Stu are through pretty much in the group A. Mike and Tom to the Bacquois. Um, Fuller is through in group B. Garth, I'm afraid you've not made it into the bucket. Uh, but if you're throwing your form around as your points might be, then uh, actually you might have a chance of winning that bucket this year. So get your money on, Garth. Uh, in the last group game, oh, Fuller is... Oh, again, it's, it's Hugh versus Cully in the shootout. And Hugh is currently lying third on six, Cully second on nine. But Hugh has the better player points. So all Hugh has got to do is beat Cully in the last game. Uh, and he's through in that group there. Group C, 
And our, I think, one of our best performers, certainly, uh, second best performer in the group say so far, Jimmy won all five games in his first season and is cruised through to the knockout round. Um, and the other three spots are up for grabs. Nick on six, Niall and Greg on four. And in the last game, Jimmy, Greg, Niall, Nick. So, I mean, who knows what that means? Um, only, only man to win all five games. Oh, no, Crouch as well. No, Crouch is one of the five games, yeah. Um, in Group D, I am in danger of not qualifying for the knockout stages of the Cup for the first ever time. Um, Rob has gone through on 12 points. Jamie is out on three points. And it is me versus Barney. Oh, yeah. Barney's on nine points. I'm on six, but I've got um, much better player points than Barney. So... Winning Last it. group game there. Um, it's not because I need you, Rob, to beat Barney, which you probably will. Um, so all I, I think all I need to do is beat Jamie. Jamie, however, does have Haaland. And we all know how that normally goes. Group E. Um, four years through, four wins, 12 points. Ali is out, obviously. Uh, Phil on nine points. Bobby on six points. Phil with a much healthier player points. Uh, so Phil, who plays Ali in the last game, has pretty much secured second place in Group E. Group F, Tudor is through 13 points, four wins, one draw. Racket is out on three points. Lee second on seven, Will third on six. And Lee and Will play each other in the last group game. Nice, like how this is this is lining up. Yeah. Um, Lee has only got uh, he's, he's only got an 18 player point. Uh, lead there but actually the points are such that if Will wins he will go through into second place come on Leroy uh, finally the last two groups we've got group G Wilson continues his absolutely astonishing form in the cup considering his uh, um, I almost want to go into the spreadsheet and make sure that I've actually got that right <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's just have a quick on the fly uh, very quick on the fly. Uh, look at that, shall we? I think you're right. He's been he just won against me in the cup, did he? Uh, yeah, and he got a decent uh, score as well. Wilson beat Josh Wilson hmm. 257s there, that's pretty high, yeah. And then he won with 44, and he lost with 31, and then he won with 35. So, yeah, it looks like it's probably right. So, I mean, I remember Wilson doing very well in the cup last season in the group stage and he's bottomed with wooden spoon but has won four out of five games in the cup and is through uh astonishingly the other three teams in that group bungle sam and josh i mean this is the group where it's at really they're all on six points player points 207 202 201 uh the final group game sees group leader wilson plays sam so uh, Bungle and Josh contest the other one. So anything could happen in that, really. Um, even in Wilson wins, um, the winner of Sam and Josh, if they, they score six more player points, the Wilson would go through. So really all to play for in that last group game. We want a draw, don't we? That's what we want. Oh, no, we don't. I'm not playing Sam. That's a shame. Would, would, you, would you describe that almost, Andy, as the magic of the DA Cup? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. That's, that, I was searching for it. And you, you've really hit the nail on the head there. And finally, James Kennedy is through in great eight, uh, Group H. Crave H, I accidentally said there, which is fitting. Uh, uh, and Pedro is, is last. Pedro, continuing your dreadful forward, just not a cup man. I um, didn't know there was a cup. <laughs> I um, just um, point out that it wouldn't have mattered anyway, because it, you know, it's, no. it's, it's automatic. So. I know, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not very good at it, and I don't no. know why. Well, let's stop talking about you in the cup then. And yep. Pete, Paul on nine points. Pete on six points. Last game sees Paul and Pedro, Pete and James. So it would probably seem like Paul take that last place. Andy, thank you very much for rounding up the cup there. No problem, Andy. Thanks, um, Andy. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Andy. As it's sort of the STM, as it's sort of the STM special. Ah, not enough of us, is there anymore? There are three of you. 
I mean, it's sixty. I've had to draft Pedro in to do some of this. Sixty percent. Well, 60%. he's not an SDM man anymore. You know, well, he's a at hard. Josh, will you let me get to this bit? Thanks. Um, as it's the sort of SDM special, Josh, um, I believe you have a little SDM quiz for us, and we are all in luck because uh, Will actually isn't here, which would have made the cut uh, the quiz far worse. Um, it would have. Just Will being here makes anything worse. I think we'll all agree. Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a little general knowledge quiz with a whiff of SDM added in for good measure. Um, I won't say how I've done this, but I think you'll be able to work it out as we go along. Uh, we'll make it quick. 16 questions, two points uh, for the first person to answer correctly, but one point deducted if you get the answer wrong. Do you want to do teams or individual? Assume, I'm presuming that you're not going to keep score. I am. I'm keeping score. Oh yeah, he's got paper and everything. I'm doing it. I'm keeping it old school. We're going to do this. Um, who wants individual? Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Do I get to play? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And if you are going to do it, you have to say your name as the buzzer. Okay. Otherwise, I'm not going to fucking know who said it. So. Can I use my soundboard? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Fuck it. Who cares? Um, so let's do it. Okay, I'm just gonna go straight in. Um, okay, uh, who is the UK's largest manufacturer of trailers under 3,500 kilograms? Oh, it, um, Garth, it's Garth. Uh, that was trailers, not trainers. Um, kilogram trainers. <laughs> That's minus I, one I'll point. I'll stick with my guess, please. Uh, Rob, yeah. Rob, Rob. I think if there's a lot to do horse boxes, they call that Ivor Williams or something. I'm going to give you it. It's Ivor Williams. Brilliant. Oh, there yeah. you go. Uh, oh, right. Two right. points. Such a loser. If only. Uh, no, I'm only saying that from your, you your, your friends the on the uh, you NFL group who have told Don't me you that you are a great Googler. Uh-huh. Um, that's from uh, the Wrexham documentary, by the way. I Fall Williams, if you remember yeah. that. Uh, the film The King's Speech is about which English king? Rob. Yeah. George is sick. Yes. Oh, Rob's smashing it. He is. Well, I don't understand uh, what the link to the SDM is. Uh, what is an accumulation of partially decayed vegetation or organic matter? Uh, uh, Pedro? Uh, compost. Uh, give it another go. Uh, fossil fuels. No. It's Don't not know. the answer we're looking for. Anyone else? Okay, I'm giving it to... I'm not giving it to anyone. It's Pete. Oh, wait. Hang on a Okay, Nick Cage played Dr. Stanley Goodspeed <laughs> in which film? Rob. Yeah. The Rock. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, which English county is Carlisle in? Rob. Yeah. Cumbria. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You're clearly very good at fucking pub quizzes. Um, Carnegie Hall is in which American city? Rob. Yeah. Philadelphia? No. That's minus one. That's seven. Anyone else? Garth. Garth. Oh, sorry, Pedro. Pedro. So it should be Pedro. Your fucking soundboard is just freaking me out because I keep thinking I'm listening out for names. Okay. Uh, yeah, who said New York? Me, because Pedro was taking too long. Yeah, was that Andy? <laughs> Brilliant, yes. Andy. That was you. There you go. Uh, okay, fantastic. Who made the famous hot pot in Coronation Street? Who cares? Fuck that. It's Betty. Never watched it. Very classic. Uh, Dr. Phil started his career on which popular American daily TV show? Daily. It's it's the Winfrey Dumb- show. America's dumbest criminal. Um, Daniel Wass represents which national football team? Oh, Della, me, Denmark. Yeah. Yes. I. Did you ask oh, a football question? Yeah. That's a, yeah, it's a good point. Uh, Thompson twins were incompetent detectives in which comic? Uh, me. Hello. Uh, hello. Um, yeah. Tintin. Yes. This is a... Perfect. Oh, this is coming back. Very this good. is tight. 
Ironically, I could actually understand a voice. I would say that currently Garth, you're on minus one. Um, Pedro, you're on zero. Andy, you're on six. And Rob's on seven. I feel um, like I should be on minus one because I got one wrong. Ah, oh, fuck it. There you go. You're on minus one. Will <laughs> and Grace went on for how many seasons? It's very nice. <laughs> God, I mean, Pedro. 13 seasons. No, you were minus two. It's worth a try. It was Go good. On. Yeah. 17. It wasn't good. It was shit. No, there you go. Minus two. Um, I'm going to give Andy some points because he thinks Will and Grace are shit. So eight. <laughs> Brilliant. It's 11 seasons. Let's keep going. Uh, oh, the Hebrew name. Uh, it was Thank pretty you. good. The Hebrew name of Joshua starts with which letter of the alphabet? Garth. Uh, I was going to give it to Garth. I. No. Yeah. Oh, that was my guess. Do you say, uh, what, what letter do you say? I. Still wrong. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Yes, Pedro. It's Y. It is. I don't know if you Googled it, but I like it. I um, don't know how Google works. Brilliant. I'll take that answer. Uh, who is the co-founder of the Music Festival Festival? Andy. Yep. Um, Fat Whistler. <laughs> nope. Is it very nice? One? Uh, that was Pedro, I think. Rob DeBank. Yes. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't know if you're Googling this. Um, Golden Grahams were made by which cereal brand? Rob. Yeah. Leslie. <laughs> yes. Loves the cereal. Uh, Kate Middleton is now the Princess of Wales, but upon her marriage to William, what was one of the titles given to her? Rob. Uh, I, I don't know who said that first. Somebody say smart. Slut. <laughs> That's uh, no, whoever that was. Who was that? Was that you, girl? I thought it was you. It was wrong. Um, anyone else? It's a very nice. Pedro. Duchess of Cambridge. Yep. Cheers. Uh, in Wayne's World, Mike Myers played Wayne. Who played Garth? Oh, good question. Couldn't tell you. Andy. Yeah. Rob Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid not. Minus oh. point. I thought it was a deliberate wrong answer though. <laughs> it was. For, uh, Come on, anyone? It's a. Uh, you say you look like him. Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. Um, Rob, you won. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> My. Uh, that was fantastic my uh my tiebreaker was going to be on the e-petition responses for make the old shoreman road cycle lane extension permanent and establish a city-wide cycle network anti-della e-signature is found on page what of 514 103 <laughs> that's pretty close it's wow. 132 <laughs> next to Hugh by the way and James Fuller <laughs> fantastic there you go done I do not remember doing that <laughs> I don't know when that was from but I was trying to find a, an Andy Della related question um, I'm came still up. trying to work out what the SDM uh, link is there Josh but thanks very much you still um, haven't worked out the SDM link so every single one of those is either the first name or a surname related to someone in the SDM so for instance Rob Carlisle the first question was who is the co-founder of Music Festival Festival Rob DeBank and English County Carlisle so that's Carlisle was the question you had uh, what is an accumulation of partially decayed vegetation or I, organic matter is peat. I don't want to go through all the questions, but thank you. <laughs> let's, uh, let's take a look now at uh, game week 15 and get those uh, lockdowns ready. Uh, ready. Um, anyone? I think I could do a good um, intro um, man for Dars. Ready. Okay, I'll carry on being pretty good. <laughs> I'm host of a podcast that literally no one listens to. But, uh, well, <clears throat> well, you, well, it's a few people listen to. Everyone, um, <laughs> what they need to do, it says here, um, we're just going to go for it. Anyway, Garth, could you please run us through the fixtures for Happily, building my laptop's going to die any second, and that's where it's all written down. So, Jimmy plays Hugh, second versus sixth. Bobby plays Wilson in Clash of the Minnows, eighth v seventh. Paul v. Jamie, Jamie, my main man, fifth versus second. 
Cratch versus Racket, first versus third, which is another interesting head-to-head. And my LDE lockdown for week 15 is Hugh to beat Jimmy and continue his good form. Love that. All over it. Love that shit. Oh. That is a good lock. I like that. Very good. Uh, Pedro, could you please resume <laughs> your correspondence role and run the role over the fixtures? So, so first up, we have uh, the awful James Kennedy versus the awful Bungle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, um, I actually quite like Mike. He's playing Barney, who I also quite like. Thanks, Mike. Uh, um, <laughs> And then uh, Ali is only like one letter away from Nile, and they're playing each other. I like it. I'm going to lock that one down. Ooh. I'm going to go Ali. Okay. Because he doesn't have the extra weight of the added letters. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's I completely fair. understand that kind of thing. <laughs> You sold it to me with the letter choice. And then fan favourite Lee is playing Fuller. Very, very good. Could, uh, who is it? Josh, could you please give us the... Oh, we'll leave the STM to last because it's sort, oh, of, an sort of an STM special. Uh, Rob, could you please take us through the CDP fixtures? Two CDP for week 15. Uh, first up, Young Thomas is playing Andy. Second up is uh, Roy against Tudor. Then we've got Greg versus Sam. And rounding out the CDP for the week, we have Cully against Pedro. No takers. <laughs> no takers. SDM heavy locks coming. SDM special. Um, so I am playing Nick. Hello. Oh. <laughs> Going for well, it's obvious, isn't it? No, it's on a fucking terrible run, and um, it's got no Ivan Tony either. Uh, Oh, really? He's suspended, I think, isn't he? Tony, doing the plan. He's a bit paused. Uh, I will be locking up um, you. Thank you. Um, then we've got Will or Phil, Will versus Phil. Awful human beings. Yep. Anyone else? Uh, Pete against Rob. And Stu mm. against Garth. Hello. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Pete, Rob. No one was going there. <laughs> so in a massive upset, I am locking down bottom of the league Garth to beat seventh place Stu. Oh, I, I do hope so. I, do yeah, hope I think so. you've got a chance. I feel like you need that. You really need that one. I'm, I'm, what, nine points off, Andy? Uh, no, seven, seven. Seven. Just seven. seven. It's achievable <laughs> I mean, with, your, with your player points. But, yeah. yeah, your player points. But if, you know, results go your way, you know, Pete and Stu are playing. Pete, uh, Pete and Stu have got really tough matchups. So if you do that, you're, uh, you're right back in it. Yeah, it'd be nice to rein a few, well, at least one team in before the World Cup would be nice. Pete and Stu have got tough matchups, you said, Rob. Stu and Garth. <laughs> I meant Pete and uh, Will. I see. Fine. Okay. Well, um, thank goodness that's over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Was it worth it? I feel, Probably I, not. I feel obliged to do an SDM focus podcast each season, <laughs> and we are clear for another year, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations <laughs> for going on Fire the cannons. Good job. Fire. Um, that is. Thankfully, all we have time for, it's time to say our goodbyes to... I can't remember the answers to all the questions now, but I could just fold in here. North, Mr. Northumbria? Rob? Cumbria. Mr. Cumbria. 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 I can't remember the Josh answer either. It's Josh. I, you could also have the King's Speech as in Stammers. Yeah, that was clever. Oh, You were dying to say that, weren't you? Oh, I know, I know. 
Bye. Ooh. Um, it's our very own trailer boy, Garth. <laughs> <laughs> or trainer I'm going boy. I'm my ears out. Ciao, ciao, ciao. <laughs> Three and a half thousand kilogram trainers. <laughs> <laughs> that's three love it. Trainers and 350 grams. And I was like, what a weird what? question. I don't know. <laughs> um, and he isn't in the SDM, uh, Pedro. Not for long. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the end of the podcast. Nice. Uh, Lovely stuff. Thank you. Nice episode, that, gents. Yeah, it was. That. See, it's Good. fun doing it. It's just really horrible putting it together. Exactly. <laughs> well, I guess when the agenda's like that, though, sort of like hot take, 